Bryant, Corso, and Catone. Listen, listen, hold on. When I say, would you have caffeine today? What the hell is that up here? Presented by Special Sauce Podcast. Here's your host, Studio 42 Design, and Corso Law Group. Now for the real deal New England feel, Corso and Catone. Welcome into Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. I'm Corso. Catone is here. Joe is with us in the booth, and you're joining us uh, on YouTube, watching us on YouTube, listening on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, anywhere you podcast, you can uh, you can catch us. And make sure you're giving us a call. Heated hotlines back today, Mark. Right? So- yes, finally. Got sick of listening to you. We had yeah. to liven it up a little bit. Add a boy, Mark's in full throat today. So 855-313-PATS, 24-7. Leave us a message. Uh, Joe's going to pick the one he likes, and let's hope it's yours. So 855-313-7287. Got a great show today. A lot of things coming back today. And uh, weekly rewind. Going to go back through the playoff Super Wild Card weekend, talk about some of those games, and then some of the games coming up uh, in the divisional round this weekend. And, uh, of course, heated hotline. We're going to hear from one of you in the nation and Catone's comments. Stick around. Obviously, you can hear he's in full voice already, so I can't even imagine what he's going to present in Catone's comments later on in the show. And B's and C's are back. Going to talk Bruins and Celtics. Both of those teams are on fire. We'll get to all of that, gentlemen. How's the week, Ben? Miserable. It's rained for about 13 out of the last 14 days over here. I will oh, say, I will concur with his miserable <laughs> attitude. Yep. It's been nice here. I mean, you know. Of course it's nice. It's it's sunshine out there. (laughs) Actually, you know, it has rained. But, you know, nevertheless, I'll I'll take this good weather over the heat. So, listen, guys, we got got a good show today. Um, As I said, we got a lot to get to. And so let's do that. Uh, We're going to go weekly rewind. Joe, are we ready? I'm going back, back, going back through the week. About a weekly rewind. rewind. So I guess we are ready, right, Mark? Uh, Going back a week ago, Super Wildcard Weekend. And um, first, before we get into a couple of these games and looking at some of these teams, do you think it's too many games? Was it too many playoff games or or take all you can get? No, I I like it. I like it. In actuality, Chris... I would have rather have had three games Saturday, three games Sunday, do one, thir- one, four thirty, and, and eight o'clock on Sunday. Same thing Saturday, do one, four, eight. Forget the Monday night game. That might, that I think is a little too much. Now you're drawing it out to a third day. You're gonna do all those games two days, pack the weekend. It's great football. It, Monday was a little much. At that point, you're like, okay, another game. But you know, so so you didn't like watching Brady, you know, look collapse on the looking like he was. Uh, well, yeah, he looked age. like he was 102, but but it was the game was also like watching paint dry. You yeah, know? it really was. It was bad. It was a but I will, game to watch aesthetically. I'll tell you what, um, there the games were better than I thought they would be competitively. Yeah. I mean, they were competitive. You know, they, even I, I, even the Seattle. Uh, San Fran game was competitive for about two and a half quarters, right? Like midway through that third quarter, it was still competitive. And then, and then San Fran put their, their foot on the pedal and pulled away. But yeah. And, and they're, and, and, and they're the best to me. They're the best team left. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. a top to bottom. You think I no, mean, quarterback, I obviously they that. got the rookie, but. I told you that weeks ago, but that was when Garoppolo was there. I said, this is the team that's going to put the run together. They, they should be the favorites to win this thing. And and lo and behold, they are, but Garoppolo's not there. It's pretty. Right. And so, you know, hey, but you're putting the, you're putting the young kid behind a Ferrari, kind of like Castle yeah. in 08. Why not? Right. When Brady not, got hurt. Right. You know, yeah. you're putting, putting by Ferrari. Ferrari should be able to play. Um, and the Giants, man, you know. Boy, did they show up. They, that team, let me tell you, I like that's to me like one of the most likable teams out of everybody yeah. who's left because they're playing for day ball, aren't they? They're just tough nosed, gritty, kind of 
football, aren't they? Well, when we get to the, I was going to ask you when we get to the breakdown of the matchups for for this week. Um, I'll hold my comment off and my question to you until we get to the the breakdown of the Philly game. But yeah, they're playing for Dayball. Gee, isn't it interesting <laughs> when you got a coach who can motivate guys and guys will rally around and enjoy playing for that isn't hundred and two years old. Amazing, isn't it? How that happens? Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. And 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 with the Cowboys, you kind of aren't you just waiting for the other shoe to drop with them? Yeah, I am. Is it? Yeah. Kind of feel it's like. Dropping. Eh. Listen, it's dropping this week. Trust me. Well, hey, listen, we're going to, in this segment, we're going to get to our Sunday spread as well and <clears throat> give you some but of our Chris, locks what, of the week. So let me ask you this. Now, you watched all you watched all the games, obviously. We all did. So let's let's quickly talk about that Buffalo game, the Buffalo-Miami game. Yeah. What Sorry, did you I think of Buffalo? What, of, did, uh... what did you think of Buffalo in that, like, you know, in all honesty, I think we, you and I kept – talking during the game saying, but this coach from Miami, it's too big of a moment for him. Like Chris noticed his hand was shaking, holding, yeah. you know, a play sheet. I mean, if the coach didn't Buffalo wet himself, beatable, in my opinion, Chris. they are beatable. And, and if, and to me, if the coach didn't wet himself um, and not understand, I mean, it, it, look, you got a rookie, you got a rookie playing, playing in the, in the playoffs. Um, you know, they've had so much issue with their quarterbacks in Miami but you got Skylar Thompson playing as a coach and a play caller. You have to know that this kid needs good 10 seconds to 15 seconds on the play clock. When he reaches the, when he reaches the, uh, the line of scrimmage to survey what's happening even more so than anyone else, because he's seen probably seen things he's never seen before. So yeah, I think if the coach doesn't wet himself, I think Miami wins the game. I really do. I, I, I don't like, and, and, and drops too. Right. You yeah, know, he'll waddle and drops, he'll waddle. drop balls that they don't typically drop. Right. And, and you know, Waddle got hurt, dinged up a little bit with his wrist in that game. And and so, no, I was not impressed. But you haven't been for a long time. I, haven't, I wasn't impressed with Buffalo at all um, in this game. And and I think, you know, we could talk about the I next game. I think if Tua played, Chris, Miami would have definitely won the game if Tua played. I agree with that. And I think Buffalo, you know, I think they get a lot of calls. I do. You know, I think they get a lot of calls, and and I think that uh, they got them in the New England game. Um, not that that was the reason, but they got them in the New England game, and, and then they got them in the Miami game too. And um, and they're you know they're going to be playing this game at home coming up. But yeah, they're beatable. I mean, anybody who said what about the people that say this is the new New England Patriots? Although, how can they say that they haven't won anything? What if they won to be compared? And I know the people, the idiots on the flagship. I know the idiots like to say that. One particular idiot who Murray will remain nameless. Anyways, okay. So how can you compare them to the New England Patriots and call them the new, the new Patriots? They've won nothing. 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 And then the other idiot, Tony Romo, is comparing Allen during the game to guys like Brady in key situations. What has he ever won to be compared to Mahomes and Brady? He was comparing him to Mahomes and Brady. He's never won anything. Those guys have rings. They have rings. Tony, something you don't have, Tony. So I'm assuming he's making that comparison because he don't have a ring either. So, you know, he's trying to boost his own ego. But what has he ever won, Chris? Nothing. Hey, Tony Romo. They had to wake him up, too. Tony Romo was over there doing those Corona commercials. He had to stick with that. He, um, you know, he couldn't like even Tony handle Romo. a snap in his playoff game. I like you it. Know? Come I like, on. I, like I mean, come on. So there's no possible anybody who compares Buffalo to the New England Patriots during that run is an absolute moron and knows nothing about football. Nothing. No. Joe, what were you saying? I like Tony though. I like I like the Flary Brinks because he, he he gives like a, a sort of like understandable response to like what's happening on the field, but from a loser's perspective that like we can now understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. See? So, yeah, Mark. I mean, you know, they they New the New England Patriots. People forget when it hit November, you weren't beating that team. You were not beating. If you beat the Patriots after November, it was a Herculean effort by you. And you certainly weren't going into Foxborough and beating that team. So, you know, and with and, and so I thought, yeah, Miami <clears throat> had a good chance to win that game. And to me, they probably should have won that game. 
you know, they given all the it. other circumstances that went on in their room. But like Chris, and then the, the other, other game, game that yeah, I thought Cincinnati. was interesting was that Cincinnati game. <clears throat> Well, what do you make of that? Because you and I, I mean, I, I'm on your, I'm on the bandwagon now. You've been, you've been beating that Cincinnati drum for two years now. Um, yeah. And so I'm there, I'm with you. I will say though, that the performance I thought was going to be a little stronger in this game. Yeah. No, you're right. They, they, you're right. But, but I think Chris Baltimore can do that to you. Baltimore plays ugly, right? They, they drag you in the mud with them. They turn it into yeah. a, a rock fight and a mud fight, right? And that's what he does. And and, and I, 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 I can't stand Harbaugh. You know that. Uh, but he, he's good. At get, he plays a certain style, and he gets his teams to force the other team the majority of the time to play their style. And if yeah. you beat them, you're going to have to beat them in a rock fight, a mud fight. That's just how they play. And defensively, Chris, Baltimore's got a better defense than Buffalo. I'll, I'll tell you that right oh, now. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. So Baltimore has Peters and Humphrey, and they got a couple of other guys in the secondary. They got a decent secondary. They got a good pass rush, linebackers. They can play defense. Their problem is on the other side of the ball. So, plus, there's a familiarity where you, this is the third time you're facing a team, Chris. Yeah. The second time in two weeks, they just played them the week before. Yeah, that's tough. That t- playing a team three times in a year is, in a season is tough. They went and one twice one in, the season in two weeks, then, Chris. Yeah, yeah that, that's always a tough call. They know they know them very well. I expect different. So, l- getting to this week now, getting to this weekend, today's games, and um, of course Sunday's games. Uh, you got four games on the on the on the list. You got Jacksonville, Kansas City, Cincy, Buffalo, New York Giants, Philly, and Dallas, San Fran. So, taking these in order, Jacksonville, Kansas. I mean, is there you know, they were nine-point no, nine no, favorite Kansas City. I mean, is there any I, reason to discuss this game? No, <laughs> Jacksonville is going to get the doors blown off them. And I'll tell you what, I think that the coach, I think, you know, Jacksonville's coach, I think is is a definite candidate for coach of the year along with oh, um, Detroit. You know, uh, Campbell in Detroit. Chris, when we were on our magical runs, right, everybody used to say, oh, the Patriots, they're going to have the best record, the one seed or the two seed, many times the one seed. The first game out of the playoffs is the tomato can game. That's what they used to call it, the tomato right. can game. Well, that's what Kansas City got. They got the tomato can game, and then you go to the AFC championship. So so I just think they, they're going to roll. I mean, I know you're right. Peterson's up for coach of the year, but I think Jacksonville's going to get blown out. Yeah, I think so too. I think that the the clock start twelve, but give them credit. I mean, to to to, to do oh, what they yeah. did and come back after the start they had. How um, is the coach from Sandy from the uh, L.A. Chargers have a job still? He must have pictures of the owner doing something. And they hung they hung everybody else out to dry, except not the, the, the guy that they should. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be more of the same next season because that team, mm. the Chargers, should be a hell of a lot better. They should be challenging, easily challenging Kansas City for that division because, in many ways. Absolutely. I think they're better in some ways. I think they're better than Kansas City uh, as far as talent goes, but yeah. the coach sucks. So, coach okay. Are, so there's uh, that. Uh, but we'll, with the time we got left, though, I want to. Well, the NFC games are fine, but I want to talk about the Cincinnati Buffalo game because that's of interest to New England fans. That's our interest. Yep. I, I don't see any chance. I don't see any way Buffalo. I don't care where they're playing the game. I don't see any way Buffalo beats this team just from a football standpoint. Do you? I don't, and I, and I think Cincinnati's going in there, Chris, with a huge chip on their shoulder. I, I mean, they're not going to say it necessarily publicly. I think they're pissed off. I think they feel disrespected. Um, listen, they had the lead in that game in Cincinnati. They were driving to go up 14-3 in that game in Cincinnati, and then all of a sudden the game gets canceled, rightfully so, rightfully so. The game should have been canceled. However, if you're playing the AFC Championship – if it's Buffalo and in, in, in Kansas City on a neutral field, how are you not playing this game on a neutral field yeah. when if Cincinnati wins that game, <laughs> you have the same record, Cincinnati owns a tiebreaker, Cincinnati's the two seed. I don't know how the NFL did not allow this game, if it yeah. was a matchup, to be on a neutral field. It's amazing to me. And Cincinnati, don't you? they are pissed, believe me, because you'll get hearing some reports coming out of there. They're pissed. And they're going in with a huge chip on their shoulder. Well, the coach questioned it. 
<clears throat> he did question it. He did the yeah. right. He absolutely did the right thing that Monday night the coach did. But then when when the decisions were made about the playoff, you know, scenarios and what they would do, the format, you know, he he voiced it, and I don't I don't blame them. You know, no. so they're walking. Yeah, they're walking in there with lots of that. And just from a football standpoint, though, Mark, <clears throat> what answer does Buffalo have for Chase Higgins Boyd? They don't. And if they, they're healthy, and I believe they're healthy, Buffalo secondary, listen, uh, because of the injury to, Ham, to, to, to to Hamlin, they're down to their third safety, right? Right. They, 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 they're, they, you know, uh, the, the secondary did not look good the last couple of weeks. I mean, Jesus, yep. New England was moving the ball on them, right? Right. I, I, which, which should tell you all you need to know. Which should tell you all you secondary. need to know about that defense, right? Um, they blamed it on mental preparation and, and they weren't a hundred percent in the game, Buffalo. I get that. But, but listen, we, you have called out this trend over the last six or seven weeks. You've been saying every week, but what, look at their defense, Mark. They're not that good on defense. And, and, and you've been saying that for six or seven weeks. So they're not Chris. I have no idea how they're going to keep this game. They're, listen, for, for them to win this game, Allen is going to have to have a Herculean effort because they're going to have to probably score 40 to beat Cincinnati because Cincinnati's going to move up and down the field, I think, on this team. Believe it or not, they now have – they now in this game turned into the team that's got to play keep away. You know, normally when they walk into a game, other teams have got to play keep away. Keep the, keep Buffalo's offense off the field. That, ha that mindset has got to change, and I'm not sure if the coaches are good enough and smart enough and astute enough to understand that they're not controlling the deck in this in this game. I mean, Cincinnati – Look, before that awful scene happened and that injury, Cincinnati was coming down the field again against Buffalo with ease. I mean, you know, they they sliced through them that first series with no issue, and then we're coming right Chris back down. Was, that game was going to be a blowout. I believe it too, and I don't think this one's going to be any different. Yeah, get the crowd and all that, but you'll shut the, you can shut those people up pretty easy, you know, over Chris, there. The one by, thing by nobody's playing. talking about. Look at what Dayball has done with that quarterback. For the Giants, Oof. is anybody talking about how much Allen misses Dayball? Because he's not the same quarterback, Chris, as no, he's been he's the not. last couple of years. That's a great point. Once in a while, Joey, you know he. he... Every now and again, we have to prove to the fans <laughs> what Dayball's done, Chris, with That's Daniel Jones. Point. Yeah. And because Daniel Jones, I mean, look at—we said it when Joe when Judge we, really screwed right. him up. I said it in the offseason, you guys remember? I'm like, this guy's going to need therapy for the rest of his life because of Joe Judge. You know what I mean? And meanwhile, he comes out and has this kind of year. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's it's, it, it's an indictment on Joe Judge, but it's also a kudo to, to Dayball as well to get that kid yeah. back right again so quickly. So yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like Cincinnati in that game too. I don't think Buffalo's got enough um, offensively, honestly, to stick with them. I don't. And I think, look – Buffalo's gonna have to get pressure with four. They have to. You can't, you can't, you can't man up, bring pressure, and turn your back. You can't do it. Because Joe Burrow doesn't care, man. Nothing phases that kid. No. You this go one on one with game. Chase, you're in a lot of trouble. This is gonna be the game, Chris, where they're really gonna miss Von Miller coming off the edge because yep. he would have he would in a game like this, Von Miller usually comes up with a couple of key sacks or pressures, right? Yeah. That that's a big loss for them, especially in a game like this, and don't get me wrong, I don't think Cincinnati's defense is that good, Chris, but I do think, and you and I talked about this two weeks ago, if anything came out of that New England game for the rest of the league, yep. and you kept bringing this up during the game, and then we brought it up on the post game after we lost, that the pressure package that the Patriots came up with in that game. You were so you, Chris, was so impressed yeah, with. I was, man. I, I really think was. it gave the rest of the league the blueprint <clears throat> on hey, this is how you have to get pressure on this kid. Because you noticed Miami last week doing some of the same things. Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, you know, they 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 bring in they're bringing edge pressure on a 90 degree angle. So you're not, you're keeping them in that pocket and you're pressing the middle and they were able to do it with four. So if you could get that done with four Buffalo's Buffalo's in some trouble. So listen, and we want to get the heated hotline, but I want to, I want to go Sunday spread. We could talk about those lines in the other two games, the NFC games, because those are interesting and well as well. But um, 
Mark, looking going Sunday spread here and, and trying to make these people some money, you know, for the last couple of weeks. What you first of all, do you have a lock here? And talking about that Giants Philly game, seven and a half, Philly giving up, and Dallas San Fran, San Fran giving up four. You what do you make of those two games? And do you have a lock? My lock of the week, Chris, is San Fran giving four to mm-hmm. um Dallas. Listen. You say, look, everyone said we're waiting for the other the other shoe to drop with Dallas. But listen, for anybody who thinks any differently, and this one's for you, Joe. Dallas beat the little sisters of the poor on Monday oh, night. I don't know if anybody realizes what they beat. That's who they beat. That line should be nine, ten points. San, uh, yeah. San Fran. San Fran is going to destroy the Dallas Cowboys on it's gonna, uh, Sunday. I think they're playing right. They're going to destroy them. Well, you heard it here first. You heard it here. That's the prediction. And you my can lock. take that money to the bank. <laughs> what do you think? Before I give my lock, what do you think of that Giants-Philly game? Because remember, that's the third time around now, I too. I wanted to ask you, do you think this could be a little bit of 07, 2012 type of Giant team? They caught, they're catching fire with this coach. Could they, I mean, could they surprise everybody and win the yeah, NFC? Could they why win the NFC? The way, why, with the way they play. You know, they can play keep away. They have a great running back. They got a good running game. They got a short, good short passing game um, that amounts to basically run an extension in your run game. Um, I think their defense is sound. I don't know that they're going to be able to hang with those receivers in Philly. But, hey, the wild card in all this, Mark, is what's Jalen Hurts going to look like? This this is his first opportunity to really show. And and when it really, really matters, what's he going to do? You know, what's he going to do? So – it is. I, I tell you what, if the Giants get through this game, yeah, San Fran, look out. Look out because that's that team again. There it is. Better that's them than the us, game. right? And then, and then my lock of the week is Cincinnati. I mean, they're getting, you know, they're getting five and a half points, and I thought that line should have been. I get Buffalo's favorite, but I thought that line should have been two. Judging from what we saw at the beginning of that Cincy game, you know, uh, Buffalo game, I, I think everybody got it. I think everybody or Vegas looked at look at what happened against Baltimore last week with Cincinnati, and they weren't feeling it. What they not taking into account is that third time around playing that team. You know, Baltimore's tough like that, like you said. To me, five and a half is a gift. That's a gift. You take Cincinnati, you take those points all day. That line should be two, three points, and that's it. So yeah. basically a pick. So that was our yeah. Sunday spread. And uh, look. It's time, right, to hear from one of you in the nation. We haven't done this in a while. And Heated Hotline, Joe, let's have it. Hey, Real Deal, this is Steve in Denver, Colorado. I love the show. Following up on your segment last week about the possibility of Brady returning to the Patriots, I love the idea. I think it'd be fantastic ratings or be through the roof but even if they could set aside all the egos to bring him back somehow the problem is in large part Brady left because he was tired of carrying the offense and having no weapons around him if he were to come back what is he coming back to I think he's coming back to the same problem and he just went through a season where they struggled to even score 10, 13, 15, 16 points a game. They'd have to, they'd have to load up on so many weapons to make it attractive, attractive to him. I just don't see it happening. The Raiders are, are, are a much better option for him. What do you guys think? Thanks. Steve, thank you for the call. A loyal, a loyal listener. We've heard from Steve uh, throughout the years a lot. So yeah. uh, why are our why are our listeners so astute? Why you know what I mean? Like 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 they really you know they they challenge yeah. us, Mark. They really really oh, do. Steve was right on. Steve's right on. What do you think? Just he's right. Sure you're not bullshitting. He, and he's absolutely right. That's why they are astute because they are listening to Carson and Catone. That's because we are. They're, 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 they're a reflection of us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're like stepping, we're like stepping fetch over here. Me and this yeah. guy. Right. He's, well, look, he's right though, isn't he? I mean, this guy, Joe. He's, he's right though. I mean, what you know, what what what's the sell? What's the sale to Brady to say, hey, come on over, other than the fact that hey Brady, you look so hot on Monday night, but well, 
the caller is right, Chris. You would you would probably have to sit Brady down, but also you would probably have to say, hey, listen, don't make any decision about where you want to go until you see what we do. And you'd have yeah. to go trade for a guy maybe like Hopkins or Riley. someone, you know, similar to him. The guy that I want them to trade for as I was going through different scenarios is is Jerry Judy because he's on the last year of his rookie contract. He's played with Mac Jones. The kid's ready to be a breakout star. But that's we'll get to he's that. He's never a gotten later. his chance. He's never gotten his chance in Denver because he, he that's doesn't the have guy anybody. I bring in. But when we talk more about the Patriots, I'm gonna get into that. I like him. Um, anyways, but you'd have to bring in weapons. He's right. Because otherwise, what are you coming into? The same, he, yeah. what, another receiver, not called Nikhil Harry, but it's Nikhil Harry all over again. What do you, I mean, yeah. I think our defense is better than it was when he left. But offensively, who's he throwing the ball to? I mean, he's got a good running back. The offensive line is a mess. He just ran 16 weeks of running for his life in Tampa because their offensive line was a mess because of injuries. He's going to come yeah. here and do the same thing. Like, I think the, he's he's 100% right. What would make this attractive to him? I know we, we talk about it and we joke about it, but in, in, in actuality, what would be the draw for Brady to come in? Egos aside. I mean, you know, look... The finish what I started thing, maybe, maybe. And again, I'm 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 searching now. So I mean you're asking me. So I was finish what I started. Nice. I, yeah. I I uh, purposely put this uh, heated hotline on because that was my question to you guys last week as to uh, aside from those other things you're talking about, which he's always asked for is those weapons, but he's at the tail end of his career and we know it. But whatever happened to the idea that you come and retire at the you know the establishment that you created an empire with, you know what I mean? Isn't that an incentive? They, they, but no, not anymore. I think there's something to be said for that. And, 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 and maybe in the fact that he sees what's going on over here with craft and crafts now inserting himself will just like, we've gotten more information this past week. And we're going to get that out in a second about who they're interviewing coaches. They're going to pick this one, that one. They're going to, you know, Mayo's going to get extended things that we've never seen coming out of the Patriots. Um, and maybe he looks at that and says, you know, Kraft's inserted himself now. They're going to spend money. They have 30, they're on 35 on the, they're going to do things now. Maybe I want to, maybe I want to do that. I got ties to the community. My kids are on the East Coast and not on the West Coast. That's a big deal too. Because now with all the, I don't know what is this, you know, logistics sure. are of his sure. family life. But that all being said, Mark, the best fit, the best fit for him is Oakland, is uh, Vegas. Yeah, it is. Well, you've got. There's less to do Devontae, there. There's less to yeah. do. There. Well, he has his OC there, his friend. Yeah. You have Devontae Adams. You have Renfro will, will, will catch 110 passes in the slot with him. You oh, have yeah. the tight end. You got the running back. You got a defense that needs a couple of upgrades. The defense is workable. They do definitely need upgrades. Um, It is definitely a better situation for him, I think, than here. I think to the caller's point, why would he come back here? More importantly, though, Mark, there's an opening at quarterback. You know, yes, there's there no is. real controversy at quarterback. Derek Carr's no. gone. What are you gonna do? What are you would bad Stidham? That's the only person that's in the in the room. So you know, it, it, he he, yeah. it's a plug and play situation in in yeah, in Vegas is. versus over here. There's just so many checks to have to go through to 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 make it palatable to him. No. No, there absolutely is. It's it's an op there's an open seat that he can walk himself into. He's got a coach he's familiar with. He's got a GM that he's familiar with. He it's it's it is a a, a perfect situation for him. However, after watching the game Monday night, oh, I know what you're gonna ask. Yeah, does he really got in a tank? I mean, okay, is he is he that much of an upgrade? Like, now, I'm not hmm. talking like Mac Jones. I'm talking Vegas. Okay, you had Derek Carr. The Tom Brady I saw Monday night. Oh, hold the phone now. Hmm. I don't, he looked awful Monday night, Chris. I, I, I get, he don't, people are saying it and you're one of them. Nah, he don't want to get hit. He don't want to get hit because he's saving himself for free agency. Chris, I think he was, he it was like he was seeing ghosts. 
like 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 the comment the Jets quarterback made that time. I, I don't know, Chris. He looked he looked like a guy that had to steal Max Kellerman's line one foot off the cliff, and he was about to go down it. He 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 definitely looked different this year, Chris. Older than he did last year. We've seen this. Opinion, we've seen we've we've seen this act before. We've seen it before. Okay. We've seen Brady, but not at forty six years old. He's going to be forty six. No, no, but we've seen him making business decisions before. Look out on the field in two thousand nineteen. Okay. okay, you saw a Tom Brady that was disconnected. He was done in New England. He, he was disconnected on, Monday night. He, he was. He was done in New England. He was seeing hits that weren't there. He was throwing. He was getting rid of balls quicker than he needed to. He wasn't hanging in the pocket. That's what I saw on Monday night. Guy that was just bailing out of a lot, a lot of plays. And okay. to me, I saw that before out of him. And then I also saw him followed up with a Super Bowl run. So to me, okay, it's more about business decisions that night because I think the writing was on the wall for him. And by the way, New England went to a playoff game that in nineteen too against Tennessee, and he was still doing the same crap. So I mean. When Brady, to me, at his age, when he checks out in his brain and says, I'm not I'm not an idiot, I think he's got a couple more seasons left because I think he knows how to protect himself. And, yeah, and, and by the way, for those of people who think San Francisco is an option, forget it. If San Fran brings Tom Brady in their house, their whole quarterback situation is dysfunctional to begin with right now with Lance. What the hell is going to happen? You bring Brady in. Now what are you doing with Purdy? Chris, what are you it's doing? Not with- even bringing, it's not even bringing Brady in. Shanahan, Chris, has a system that he runs yeah. there that is not flexible. He's not changing it for Tom Brady. He don't give a shit who you are. No. So, And especially yeah. if they wouldn't go to the Super Bowl this year, Brady's not going to go in there at 46 years old and learn an entirely different offense, all different right. terminology, and run things that he may not necessarily be comfortable with. I'm telling you where his options are going to be. It's Vegas. As crazy as it sounds, I'll throw us in. It's here. They bring in Bill O'Brien. He knows him. It's Miami, which no one's talking about. Yeah. It's Miami because you said the East Coast. He's real close to the East Coast. His kids live in Florida. It's Miami. Yeah. Because I don't know. If, I don't know if two is ever going to play again with the concussion. Just put that in the back yeah. of your mind. Or he says it though, you know. Listen, or it's retirement. It's those are your yeah. three options: Vegas, New England, Miami, retirement. And I'll tell what you what, hell? Chris. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chris. Forget San Fran. Forget any other team that you mentioned. It's gonna be one of those three teams. And I'll tell you this: if you put him with Hill and Waddle, maybe he'll drink from the fountain of youth. Listen. Maybe. What the hell is he going to re- listen? Why the hell he, he got divorced because he wasn't because he, he wouldn't retire? Now all of a sudden he's going to retire? What the frig? Well, 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 that doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense. No, this dude's coming back. He's coming back. But Mark, he's calls right shifting to New England now. You know, no, they don't have the talent. And and where are they compared to the teams that are left? Who's calling the plays? Who's going to be calling the plays? Who's the OC? Who's happening? So look, this week we heard they were going to be interviewing um, offensive coordinators, right? And so yeah. on that list, you had uh, obviously Bill O'Brien, Keenan McCardo, okay, who you know played with played with the Patriots, but was the um, he's the uh, wide receivers coach at Minnesota, right? Um, Nick Cayley, in-house tight end, um, and a- Adrian Clem which was a name that I was not expecting, but he's over there in Oregon. Uh, He's over there in Oregon. uh, Belichick drafted him, right, Chris? First draft pick ever in New England was Adrian Clem. And, you know, Thursday added to the the list was uh, Jefferson, the wideout coach for the Cardinals. And um, Thursday they actually interviewed Bill O'Brien. So, like – he seems to be Chris, the favorite. So, Chris, I mean, could, what, what could are we Jefferson doing here? be linked to Humphrey? Uh, Humphrey Hopkins? Maybe. I mean, uh, possibly. I mean, I don't know that it'll be that difficult to go get DeAndre Hopkins anyway. I mean, they're going to want to trade him. You know, we definitely the have a problem 11 with picks. DeAndre Hopkins, Chris, is, and we talked about this over the weekend. The problem with DeAndre Hopkins is two things the Patriots never want to do Belichick don't want to give up draft picks, and Kraft don't want to pay. 
for a top flight receiver. Well, you're going to have to do both to get Hopkins. You're going to have to pay, yeah. and you're going to have to give up draft picks to get him, which we can't draft a receiver, so you might as well just pretend like you gave up the draft. That's your, that's yeah, your wide receiver pick. Yeah. It's only but, a third. But you're going to have to renegotiate the contract because Kraft will never yeah. pay what he's making. His base is $19, $20 million. Kraft's Imagine not paying the that. Patriots paying, paying a friggin' wide receiver $20 million. Kraft's not paying that money, Chris. So you'd have to either renegotiate or you'd have to have Arizona pick up some of the bill, and I don't think they're going to do that. Well, look, out of the some of these, and and I, I and there's some other names on the list, and I wanted to get to that, but some of the other names on the list are Allen trade for, uh, for the Chargers, who may be a better fit, you know, yep, in New maybe. England. Although, is he still? Is he really the one that you're thinking about? Is Chris, he? Is he I'm a one? You, is he I a threw one? out in our last segment. I know, Jerry Judy. Judy as who I want. That's who I want. Nobody's Jerry saying Judy. that. So, and Chris, you heard that. I think first. you and Chris. I think you can get him. I because yeah. he's going to leave. He's not going back there. He's got one year left on his rookie contract. He's going to be a free agent and he's going to be out of there. So you can pry him out of there now for a draft draft pick, and and they'll get they'll take something for him because they, you know they gave up all those damn picks to get Wilson. They'll recoup a pick back and they'll give you Jerry Judy. Believe me. Okay, but backing up to the offensive coordinator spot. Okay, so. You got all these guys I just mentioned. Does it bother you? Because it bothers me that none of these guys have touched a quarterback before. None of these guys have coached quarterbacks before. You know O'Brien that, right? Has. O'Brien has. He wasn't a quarterback coach. No. He was Brady's quarterback coach, I think, for a year before he became OC. Uh, I'd have to go and look at that. I'm not go sure about that. that. But go none of the I, I know I know for sure that none of the other guys have I ever thought coached Chris, he was the quarterback's coach. When McDaniel's went to Denver, then became the OC. I say, why not? Because you have a, a defensive coach to come and be the offensive coordinator this past season, and we've never done that. Nobody else does that, but we've done that. So why not, I don't Chris? Know, man. Why not? Listen, I because because we got a quarterback situation here, and we got a guy that 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 really got, you know, he got thrown to the wolves last season, and now he needs somebody, you know, yeah, besides Joe Judge. And these guys haven't coached quarterbacks. Not to say they can't do it. They have, you know, but <clears throat> Keenan McCardell, you know, I, I'm not, I don't understand this Adrian Clem thing. I'm not interested in that. But McCardell, Jefferson, I will say, Mark, that this group is, it's eclectic. I mean, this, it's, 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 it's more of a variety than I've seen them before. But, but you well, notice they Jeff, all of them McCardell, have a tie to Chris, him, they- McCardle, they claim Chris has been was really influential in taking just the incredible raw talent that the receiver Jefferson, Jefferson has in, yeah. in, in Minnesota and turning him into a real root runner. Um great. Let him replace friggin' branch that let him replace uh, uh Troy Brown then. Yeah. I don't want him as my OC, but you know. Well, you know, and the other thing too is McCardell's got a link, you know, he they wanted to run this offense, this new offense that New England was trying to run. Well, he's got a link there. I mean, he's got he's got Shanahan heritage in there, in there. He, do, um, he does out of when he was he in does. Washington. Um, you know, he's but O'Connell, who was with McVeigh, and and they run the same kind of offense. So, you know, there is that kind of draw there. Um, but to me, I, you know, the favorite is Bill O'Brien. Well, Chris, and- allegedly they interviewed O'Brien today. If they interviewed yeah. him already, I, I'll be shocked if he's not the choice, Chris. Yeah, and we're recording on Thursday, um, so that's when they. I'm sorry. Yes, that's I'm when sorry. They, that's okay. That's when they interviewed him was Thursday, and then they were bringing in Jefferson on Friday. So by the time you all see this, they'll have already interviewed Jefferson. So again, I don't think the decision will be made before you see the show anyway. But I don't know. To me, the safe the safe pick is O'Brien. I mean, I, you know, I think that that he can settle things down. But again, all these guys, Mark, are, are Belichick. You know, they have a tie to Belichick. Listen, you, know, you knew that. Why, are you surprised by that? Although I will say, you know, you'd have to go pretty. You, you know, Belichick's been around this for yeah, forever. He's been a coach involved in this in in the league, and uh, you know, it's going to be hard. You're hard pressed to find guys that don't have some sort of tie at some stage. But I do like it. I think it's a variety of guys. I think it will be O'Brien. 
And I think that'll be good for Mac Jones. I just hope that they give him the autonomy to get guys, to take get players. Um, and we'll see what happens in free think, agency. Chris, so, so is you need your OC in before free agency. So are they going to allow O'Brien to say, hey, Jerry Judy fits my system better than DeAndre Hopkins. I want him. Try to go pry him out of there. I want this guy. Because, Chris, this wide receiver class in, in the draft is weak. It's not what it was the last three years. You had great receiver classes the last three years. Yeah. This one isn't one. Next year, you got a great yeah. receiver class coming out. You got guys like Harrison and 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 there's a couple of other guys from Tennessee, but yeah. those guys aren't draft eligible yet. No, now, free agency's worse. From Georgia, those guys will be out in next year's draft. But this wide receiver draft is not good. No, and why? And 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 the free agency class that doesn't is mean even you worse. can't get a, a number one in no. this draft. But with we our track move, record, yeah, you're not. Yeah, and, and and the free agency class is even worse than that. So. So, you know, you, you, to me, you're, you're going to gonna take, you're a gonna take a tackle. You, you, you're going to take, I don't like it, but you're going to have to take a tackle with that pick. And you probably should, you know, yeah. with what they, you know, if they had any brains, they go sign Brown, Orlando Brown for one side, and they go draft the best tackle they can find. And, and, and honestly, Mark, they're probably going to roll back out with what they had, uh, thinking that O'Brien will make a difference. I don't know. We'll see. Kraft seems pretty pissed off. So, who heated hotline was presented by special sauce podcast. What's your special sauce, special sauce podcast.com. Hey, when we get back, we come back, buckle up. Catone's comments is next. So, listen, I know there's plenty of people out there who are married, they got pets. I get it, right? But if you you have a, a wife and a pet, it's not easy. It definitely is not easy. And let me explain to you why it's not easy. First of all, so my, listen, let me preface this by saying my wife, is the best. She's my rock. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be dead somewhere if it wasn't for my wife. God bless my wife. However, right. I agree with that. My, huh? I agree. However, with that. <laughs> yeah, leave me alone. This is my segment. However, <laughs> so my wife, extremely light sleeper. So in order for her to go to bed at night, she's gonna put the TV on. Not that she's watching it, just for the background noise. She's got the TV on. She's going to go on her phone. She's going to play those games. I don't know what game she's playing. Right? She's going to do different things to sleep, and she's a light sleeper. Now, me, I watch TV. I'm in another room. I'm watching TV. When it's time for me to go to bed, I go to bed, boom, like a, like dead, like a rock. I, I That's it. I don't need the TV on. I don't need any of this stuff, right? But her, very light sleeper. You move over in bed with the sheets. You, you, she, she feels he is everything. Smell the honey. Do you smell something? What? It's three o'clock in the morning. I don't smell anything. What do you smell? What fire? What? Like she's like the bionic woman. She's like the bionic woman. Christ's sake, his thing smells. I don't know, but extremely light sleeper. Well, listen, I'm on a lot of medication. At my age, I gotta get up two, three o'clock in the morning. I gotta go to the bathroom. I try not to move. I try to slide out without moving anything. So she don't wake up. I got to be like Houdini. Like, like I'm performing some kind of magic trick to get out of bed. I get, I get up. Oh, is that you? Yeah, yeah, I'm up. I got to go to the bathroom. What do you want from me? I get up. I got a dog. Dog's name is Toby. Toby, he, he, he hears her voice. He's up now. He thinks it's time to go outside and go to the bathroom. He thinks it's time to get up. So now it's 2.30 in the morning. I got to go to the bathroom. I got to take him out. He's going to pee. Okay. I take him out. Now I bring him back in. 
Well, now he takes his time for food, breakfast. This is 3 o'clock in the morning I'm playing this game. Okay, now I finally go back to bed. The dog wants to get on the bed because now he's up. Okay, he's on the bed. He's banging you. He's on your head. He's right. He's breathing on you. You don't know if it's, you're hoping it's breath. It's not gas from somewhere else. I don't know, right? This is what you got to deal with. I love my wife. I got a dog. Wonderful. Wonderful having an animal. Between her, the dog, who who invented that combination of things? I don't know. It, it's insanity. Absolute insanity in my house. It's bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. That's it. That's what they, Who invented it? Tell me, Joe and Chris, who invented that combination? The dog and wife combo. Like, <laughs> it was an option. The dog and wife Somewhere. combo. <clears throat> well, I, I've seen... Listen, Joe, I've seen this guy sleeping. I've seen pictures of this guy sleeping on a chair, a kind of folding chair in the middle of the night, drooling on himself with a bottle of bourbon still in his hand, and, and, and he's cocked over it, but he keeps the thing, and he never dr- spills a drop. So, Mike, why don't you just leave her alone? My question to you is, why the hell, why do you have to sleep? Why Go sleep in a different room. You know what you need? You you need to get like like what what was that show? The Dick Van Dyke show. Two beds in the same room. What whoever whoever decided that you have to sleep with your spouse in the same bed? What, what who made that rule? Why? You guys just made this show. You're crazy. scoring fifty. <laughs> You're scoring a lot of points tonight with Angela. Yeah, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like in other words, two you get to two beds, a nightstand in the middle. Looks like you like you were growing up. With your brother in the same, yeah, and you freaking, yeah. and that's it. It's a problem solved. You take the dog, you put the dog in the backyard, eh, what? Not in the snow or anything, but you put the dog over there, and 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 now you problem solved. Leave her alone, Mark. You know, seriously. You know what are you complaining? Now, what are you complaining now I about? The graphics that animals and humans have been hurt by the, the content of this this <laughs> production. Come on, nobody. No, I love. Listen, I love my dog. I'm just saying it's oh, very it sounds like it. Sometimes. It's very difficult sometimes because, you know, it, it, there's a lot of craziness going on and it just happens to be three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You sound like you got a lot of love for that dog. You know, right now, I, doesn't it sound like a Joe? Like he loves that dog unconditionally. We, we, listen, oh, yeah. we got this dog during COVID, but. You know, everybody wanted my my daughter wants the dog. This and that. We get the dog. They're gonna. Everybody's gonna do everything. Who takes care of the dog? Me. Of course. Everything. I do everything with the dog. Everything. That dog. That poor man. That poor dog. Oof. Yeah. Imagine Joe. Joe. Imagine your life contingent on Mark taking care of you. Wait. What? Right now. You. You. You said. Like. Like. like Imagine. Imagine your life. It, you it, said your life, life and Mark and and taking care of that. <laughs> that I just I think it just negates one or the other, right? <laughs> yeah. Leave them alone, Mark. Leave everybody alone in your house. You know what I mean? You're you're the biggest pain in the ass to deal with. Come on, who are you? Who are you kidding? And by the way, I've spoken to you, and it's three, four in the morning. You're still up. You're still over there. You know. You don't yeah. need any sleep. Don't go to sleep. That's it. So good stuff, Mark. Atone's comments was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal. I can't stop laughing at it. Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm, CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. Hey, when we come back, we're bringing it back. B's and C's, Celtics, Bruins. That's coming up right after this. that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group.
But back in with more Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. And uh, hey, listen, it's been a while. They're halfway through the season. Now it's time to start talking about them. B's and C's, Joe, let's have it. I like that, Joe. I, I, like, I like that, that. new look, nice. Joe. No, I like it. A little teaser, you should get involved. Yeah, why don't you play that music for for your wife so she can, you know, mellow out, and fall asleep, Mark. You know, hey, but please. You have like an animal near near her, like you, in the middle of the night. No wonder why she can't sleep. Anyway. Listen, it's ha- they're about halfway through the season, and, you know, hey, look, things don't really get ramped up until they get halfway through, right? Although I will say, hey, this what the Celtics are doing right now, Mark, um, I, you know, I mean, right now they're, they're uh, 33 and 12, okay? Um, and ha- first of all, when you look at this team, okay, and, and they had drama coming into the season you lose a doka with all that situation that happens and so they you know they they promote uh the assistant coach who didn't have any kind of experience like that and off they went why like what what is this team about right now why are they winning so much and having so much success well chris i think i think they last year they bought in and, and 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 they caught fire the second half of the season and 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 they just picked up where they left off and i think the kid missoula chris is a good motivator. He's a good communicator. No, he doesn't have the experience X's and O's wise that that Udoka had, but he's a defensive guy. Mazula was a good defensive player in college, um, and 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 he played at West Virginia for Bobby Huggins, who was nothing but defense. Um, yeah. So he knows defense and he understands defense, and 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 that's been their calling card, Chris. They've been playing good defense. They've been moving the ball around. Good ball movement. They've been getting. Bench scoring. They, if Robert Williams can stay healthy, Chris, I mean, you know, and you got some new pieces. I mean, you picked up yeah. the kid Brogdon, who's been a, a, a key. White has been playing really well. I mean, you know, as long as they can stay healthy. I mean, I know I know, Jalen Brown's been banged up a little bit. I don't know if he's playing tonight. He might be out again tonight. But they seem, Chris, to be in rhythm a heck of a lot earlier than they were last year, obviously. But I think they're the team to beat. They're the team to beat. They right now are number. I, I'm not at number one in the East. I think they're number one in the whole NBA. Oh, they're the, the whole, team to all, beat. All of all of NBA, all the basketball, yeah. right? And they're and they're and they're and they're clear by about four games, four and a half games, as they are in the yeah. their conference. Look, is it so? Because when I look at this, a lot of the knock last year was is Tatum. You know, Tatum. The moment got to Tatum in the playoffs in the finals. You know, is he going to be that alpha guy? Is he going to step up, be a leader of the team? Could could the situation with Udoka, and I'm talking about not the situation, but the fact that he's gone, does yeah. that do you feel like that was a blessing in the in disguise in the sense that Tatum now is taking on that role, round two, of saying, Oh, I gotta lead this team now? No, I agree. I definitely agree, Chris, because I think, listen, this is a player's league, right? And, and, and yeah. you always hear these analysts say to you that coaching in this league isn't necessarily the thing that gets you to a championship. It's a, it, it, you got to manage egos and do those types of things. And, and I think Missoula's good at that. I think, you know, it's a player's league. And I think with Udoka leaving the way he did, you're right, Chris. I think Tatum kind of stepped up and became more of a leader and said, hey, yeah. we're going to be all right, guys. Just take my lead. We're, we're gonna we're gonna win this game. And I think losing in the finals, Chris, might have been a good thing for them last year because I think it made them hungry. It gave them a taste, and it made them hungry because I think they realized they should have won it last year, Chris. And I think they're pissed that they didn't win it because they, you know, they had a few couple of bad games there, but but they should have won it last year, and they just Curry just took them to a different level. But Tatum's pissed. And yeah, I think I mean, Brown's very- pissed too. He's very aware of Tatum's very aware of his performance in that finals. Look, Tatum's yes. very aware of a lot of things. Now, you know, we could criticize a lot of a lot of the old school people criticize and say, you know, he wants the MVP too much. He wants to score 50 too much. He wants to hit that 40 mark and stays on the floor too much. Look, here's how I look at that. If Tatum's scoring 50, if he's winning the MVP, if he's scoring 40, then you're winning. 
yes. then you're winning. So what the hell's yes. the difference? Now, if you're he's right. if he's gay, if he's going for these things, you know, at the detriment of his team, the chemistry forcing it much different. Maki's not doing that. You'll see games. He had, there was a game the other night. I can't exactly remember who they played, but it was a game the other night. He wasn't on. I think he scored like 20. I mean, we say 25 points like it's, you know, nothing. But he had like a double-double in this game. A lot of assists, a lot of rebounds. So he's making an impact no matter what. No matter what yeah. kind of shooting night this guy's having, he's making the impact as a leader should. And you know what? All of the scoring, I don't care. He's aware of it. They asked him the other night, were you, were you, did you realize that you were at close to 50? And he said, yeah. He goes, yeah, I realized it, but you know, the last year when I did this, I had he had a veteran player say to him, you know, he he chose to pass off and come out of the game. And the guy said, Hey, you're that close. Go get it. Go get the fan. Of course. It's not listen, I have no problem with what he did the other night at all. No, no problem with it as long as he's playing like this and Jalen Brown. And I agree with you with the benchmark. I mean, Brogdon, he's averaging 14. The 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 implement, and I would love to see what they would, would be like with Gallinari. But oh uh, I know, right? <clears throat> But to me, Mark, I think they're the best team in basketball. Yeah, I, do. I do too. But are they the best? Do they in my do they have the most talent? Are they the most talented team in basketball? I say yes, looking at across the landscape of basketball. To me, I don't who? Who's we said last year Minnesota? Okay, not Minnesota, um Milwaukee. We talked about Milwaukee and we said, yeah, they're right on path. If Middleton was back in, they don't win that series. I don't think that way anymore. I look at both of no, these not teams this top year. to bottom. I, I don't think so this year. Last year, I would have said yes. Not this year, Chris. I think they're the best team in, in basketball. I think they're the most talented team. And 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 if they can stay healthy, I, 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 I'll be shocked if they're not the NBA champions. Right. And so we'll see. We're going to pay attention to this all season long. And on the flip side, we talk about are they the most talented team or are they the best team? Looking at – and by the way, just real quick on the Celtics – even though they're this good, they can stand. They're talking about getting that, maybe trading for that uh, center from San Antonio. Um, they could use him. Pult, they can do it. Why not? If you're in this position, you go get what you need to finish the job. Yep. And on the side, talking about the Bruins real quick, same situation, Mark. They're leading you know, they, by a lot. I mean, they're the best team in hockey by a lot. I mean, they got 72 points right now, and the Carolina Hurricanes are next with 62, and they play 43 games. This becomes, this is not just coincidence. This is a trend. This is what they are. It's consistent. And to me, this is the, different than the Celtics. This team, to me, is not the most talented team in hockey, but they're the best team in hockey. Does that catch up to you in the playoffs? Does a team that's more talented catch fire and beat you? Because some of the things you did in the regular season, you can't compensate for if it's not happening in a seven-game playoff series. Does that catch you in the playoffs is my question. Yeah. The I, I don't, we don't need to answer that today. I'm just well, saying. Well, real quick, I would ordinarily say it could. But, Mark, when you have as much as they have going for them, they got the best goalie. They got one of the best forwards. They got probably arguably the best playmaking, you know, one of them. Okay? One of the what best What about defensemen. the defense, Chris? Could As they use whole. another big body? Yeah. 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 No, but I think okay. the defense is playing great. I do. I think guys okay. that, that have stepped up, um, I think injuries have been a little bit of an issue. Um, but again, you, you know, Grizzlick, McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo, which is why I think they should go out, uh, out and get a guy um, that they're talking about, like Lou Shen from um, Vancouver, to be that guy that can come in and, and, and just be a powerful guy. So, yeah. I, I think they're the best team in hockey. I think they hit head and shoulders above everybody else. And I think it is sustainable in the playoffs okay. because they're doing it in such a variety of ways. In oh. every, they check every box in every aspect. No, they're not the most talented team. I'm more Carolina still, you know, teams like I'm that. I'm more Toronto. confident in the Celtics winning it than the Bruins. I still got to see, a, I, I, I want to see that. That big, the, the the big defenseman come in, the loosen. I want to see somebody like that, Chris, come in at the trade deadline, and, and I feel more confident. If you're gonna face a team in a seven game series that has actually more talent than you, I, I yeah. would feel a little more confident. But you're right, right now they're the best team in the league by far. 
Yeah. So we're going to track that all season long. And Joe, we know you love that. We're going to track which team is a better chance to win a uh, championship, the Celtics or Bruins. And we want to hear from you in heated hotline on that. Which team do you think has the better chance to, uh, to win a championship? So we're going to get to that, all that and more. And uh, listen, Corso and Catone was presented by special sauce. Look, guys, this thing, time flies, doesn't it? When you're having a lot of fun like we are, you know? Wow. And we know everybody out there is. But we are presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com. Listen, get on all week long. Look at our shows. They're up for you on YouTube. They're up on iHeartRadio to you. Listen, watch. Hey, participate. Give us a call on Heated Hotline. Subscribe. Give us that thumbs up. Follow us. And make sure you come back next week, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to talk NFL playoffs, division rounds. Start talking about the NFC and AFC championship game. Bruin Celtics, like we just talked about, will continue from there. And, of course, Catone's comments. Stick around. You never want to miss that. And your heated hotline calls. Anything you bring to the table, we will be ready for it. We are Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. See you next Saturday. Hi, Corso and Catone on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you podcast. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, Corso and Catone. The chaos at 7 p.m. on Saturday.